Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Rob and Callie Show. My name's Rob K, and I'm sitting here with my friend Callie Alpert. What's up, Callie? Hi, Robbie. How are you doing today? Um, or tonight, I should say. I'm I'm doing good. Happy December night. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to you and to all our Hanukkah relevant listeners. That's right. All my the, new terminology. That's Hanukkah oh, relevant. I don't know. There you go. You're either Hanukkah relevant <laughs> or you're not. So which are you? So yeah, happy Hanukkah to everybody. It's it's holiday season in full mode and the lights are out in New York City. It's a great time to walk around, experience December in New York. Yeah. And uh yeah. So things are going all right. Tonight we're going to talk about validation. We're going to talk about getting validation from others and giving validation to ourselves. And this is a topic that I think it's what I call one of the basics in life. That when I was growing up, I was very sensitive. And sometimes when I would say I'd hurt feelings or I was upset with something, I was told, oh, you're too sensitive. And so I kind of felt like I was doing something wrong when I had feelings or if I felt a certain way. And what I've learned in life is that most people just want to be validated. You don't even have to agree with what the person feels or what they're saying. But just to say something like, I understand. Those two words have such a healing power in and of itself. Yeah. And it's like no matter what the person's going through, if a person can say, I understand, or I would feel the same way, or if they could put themselves in the other person's shoes and see it from their perspective rather than their own and being defensive, you know, and justifying their behavior or defending themselves, if they could just say, I understand what you're saying, or I can see your point, or that makes sense, or I would feel the same way, anything like that, Mm. um, I think it would... It would just help not only a lot of relationships in the world, but just in general, I think it would be better. Yeah. It really is one of those basic needs. It's funny. I was thinking about an example that I'll cite probably in a little while that's Oprah related, but something else that Oprah completely separately, I heard her say years ago, which is that when you talk about people's basic human needs, besides feeling safe and loved and fed and sheltered is feeling heard which really was the foundation of her entire career, probably still is, but early on as a talk show host. And, you know, I think about how big a topic this is, I think, for me, because growing up, I didn't feel validated in the way that I needed to be, also being a highly sensitive kid. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that's for a confluence of, you know, different reasons. Mm But I'm realizing now as an adult that it's informed a lot of my professional career and what I'm really good at because it's the doctor heal thyself thing, the idea of trying to listen and acknowledge people and make some space for other people. It's tough to do. And I think this is the topic came up because we were talking about it in the context of conflict between with people. Yeah, it's easy when it's you know, very nice, peaceful waters between two people or it's a stranger and you're open and you're just listening. But when it gets into your personal space or it's someone you have an intimate relationship with, it's a whole different animal, right? Yeah. Isn't that what made you think of this topic in the first place? Yeah, well, and recently, right? Just recently, I, I have been reminded about it just with friends sort of validating different things. Like I was invited to an event and I was having trouble getting out the door that night. And I just called a buddy of mine and said, yeah, you know, I don't really want to go. And he's like, yeah, I understand. And just him validating how I felt instead of criticizing me or like, what do you mean you want to go? And then by the time I got off the phone, I was out the door and it's like, 
just that validation was so helpful to me. And that it just made me think, yeah, we, we could talk about this, you know? Yeah. And you're right. When you're in the middle of an argument, it's very hard to put yourself <laughs> in the other person's shoes yeah. or want to see their point of view and not defend yourself. And I think that's something to grow upon or to keep practicing where I can be like, oh, let me just validate what they're feeling, even if I disagree. This definitely is, to me, the weightier part of this topic in this conversation, maybe the more integral part of it, which is how to find the space to validate someone and also the significance of being validated when it's not easy in the moment to do that, to right. tame your own reactivity so that you can really acknowledge somebody else first. Right. This is, um, I'm really deep in the middle of this right now with a very close friend, one of my longest standing friendships that I have many, several decades. And it's very fresh. And a part of me feels even a little reticent to talk about it. But it started because I needed a bit of recognition or validation from him. And it had to do with the nature and the logistics of our relationship. He has a very... um, a more complicated life than I do. And I completely understand and honor that. But every once in a while, I need a little recognition that I'm, and I would say most of the time, most of our history, more of the malleable one. Mm. And I brought that up and it has not gone well. It's really opened up a really not unfortunate dynamic and email thread. And I'll leave it at that. But mm. it's, you know, just sort of, I don't know what, what else to do with it now, but it started from that. Now, my my need for it was extremely inconvenient, I'm sure, for him, very untimely, and an array of other things I can't speak to because mm-hmm. um, I haven't gotten a full conversation from a nice, gentle place. We haven't had that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, that's that's all I needed. It could have been really, really simple for yeah. me, obviously, not for him. And so it's it's just a tricky thing to... Um, sort of navigate as to, you know, is it a reasonable request? Is there a better time to need it? You know, we're all human beings. So when we're in need of something like that, it's basically our own stuff that's coming up anyway. And so it is often inopportune because it's not a calculated need. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And then it takes me to the next place, which is ultimately that we need to give our self-validation in most everything and it's really no one's job to give that to us right and it's our responsibility to ourselves and to everybody around us to really dig deep and validate your own existence your own needs or whatever that thing is that's bothering you on that particular day right Mm -hmm. yeah one of the most valuable tools I've learned in communication is this idea. I don't know where it came from, but I learned it from friends or therapy or something where instead of talking about your opinion or, or what your, um, your thoughts are about something, it's to say, when you do this, I feel that and just talk about my feelings and because people can't really argue with feelings. And so when I talk about disagreeing with each other, it's more about when you're in an argument about the way you're thinking about something. But if I talk about how I feel, people can't really argue with that. And I think for me, 
I just value when a friend or anybody validates my feelings because again, it, it's his, it's historical and they say if it's hysterical, it's historical. <laughs> so it goes yeah. back to not being validated as a kid. And then even as a, a, an adult where I just need someone to say, look, you're not crazy. I understand what you're saying. You're allowed to feel the way you feel. That alone can get me to calm down a lot. And sometimes when I'm in a very heated, heavy argument, it's because I'm defending my position that I'm allowed to feel how I feel. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Often, I mean, even uh, yes, on paper and rationally, are you entitled to, are we all entitled to our feelings? Yes. But does that mean that someone doesn't argue them? No, because there's a lot of people that get very triggered when you need something of them or take issue with them. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to get off track. It's no, not but- really, you know, but so, so it's... Yeah, go ahead. What but that, say? I think that's why I wanted to talk about this topic to remind everybody: you don't have to argue about someone's feelings. Yeah, you can just acknowledge their feelings. You're sad about this. You're angry about that. You're allowed to feel that way. I understand that you feel that way. Yeah, but you're in when you're in the middle of some discussion or something where it's a little more heated. Mm-hmm. The other person's not thinking of you first; they're thinking about them first. That's just our reflexive human limbic dinosaur brain. That's you know in the middle of whatever, just protecting our own territory. Yeah. But I do val. I think what you're saying is really valuable and really important, which is that ultimately, yeah, people can argue a perspective or disagree with even or find what you need to be a real pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And yet, um, you're right. Ultimately, everybody's entitled to their feelings, no matter how irrational they seem to somebody else. Yeah. Again, the question here is who's doing the who really is responsible for the validation because we're talking about two sides of the same continuum, right? Mm-hmm. There's somebody our need for it, and then there's someone's need of it, of us. So I guess I'm trying to separate out those two things. Is it fair to need validation from someone? Well, I think I've learned not to look for validation from everybody, which I did for a lot of my young (laughs) adult life. I was so codependent. I was looking for approval everywhere I went. And something that I mention to clients all the time is I, I remind them, you're not looking for approval. You're giving it. Meaning empower yourself. You don't need right. everybody to tell you you're okay. You're okay. Tell yourself right. you're okay. And then go to other people and let them know they're okay. And it kind of goes back to, I was thinking about how to win friends and influence people, Dale Carnegie. That book changed my life. And, you know, he talks about in that book how one of the ways to win friends and influence people is to focus on them, not try and hoard all the attention or be so self-centered where everything has to be about me. It can be about somebody else. And people love to talk about themselves. And they also like to get approval from other people. Absolutely. So it's something that I try and practice. I mean, I still look for validation from people, but not as much as I used to. Yeah. I think the... Trying to think about how to articulate this because I'm still on the two prong thing. So for me, this this goes in two directions. There's the goal of trying to get to a place where someone's um, invalidating of you doesn't in any way sting because you're so self possessed and so clear and comfortable and just who you are, what your belief system is, what you do, what mm-hmm. you know, how you're at, what, what kind of actions you take, mm-hmm. that nobody can poke a hole in that. So there's that part. And then there's, I think when you're made that way, you have more space to validate somebody else when they need it of you. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think about, uh, again, I'm not likening myself to Oprah, but when she was going through the whole meat or anti-meat lawsuit 
And I remember her speaking out about it maybe many years later. And she said there were times where she felt so lonely. She felt like she was going crazy. And she had to really remember that regardless of all the naysayers and the millions of adversaries and whoever else and the just the whole process and how difficult it was that she knew internally that she could validate her experience, what she said, yeah. how she got into this whole situation in the first place. And she didn't need the world to make it okay for her. Yeah. That's a really, it's a very, very deep lesson. It really, really is. It's very powerful. I think it's one of the biggest things about growing up. When we talk about growing up for me, it was about not looking for approval from other people and giving it to myself. Is that and what we are growing up? We're acting like it. I mean, I don't know if people are believing us, but we sure are putting on a show about it. Um, But yeah, it was, you know, just sort of looking for my own approval, my own validation Mm -hmm. and letting myself know that I was allowed whatever it was, even if other people were disagreeing or fighting me about it to sort of just um, parent myself or coach myself about it and, and really let myself know that I was allowed. And that's why I think it's so important to me. It's like you were talking about because growing up or whatever in life, we didn't get it. And now that we're able to give it to ourselves, we want to help other people experience what we didn't have. And you know, I guess that's just part of evolution in general. I think the other part of validation is learning where to go for validation. And I think Mm. one of the things that I did for a lot of my life was going to the wrong places. You, I don't know if you've heard that analogy, going to the hardware store for oranges. And I kept going to the hardware store and trying to get oranges yeah. and they weren't there. So I learned to go where it's warm. Yeah. And I learned to go where people spoke my language of the heart or were part of my tribe spiritually and understood that sometimes I got hurt feelings or got disappointed or I was angry or sad or whatever it was. And I think... You know, you want to talk about not giving validation to ourselves. I think sometimes we learn that. It's just the environment where, oh, I'm doing something wrong because I feel this. And personally, one of my challenges in life still is that when I get sad, I think I'm doing something wrong. And that just causes more sadness and negative feelings or pain. You know, the pain is in the resistance. So it's about me first acknowledging and validating I'm allowed to be sad And I'm just going to let these feelings be until they pass. Yeah, you talked me down recently with that expression. And it's really helpful and so simple. And that's the beauty of it. It really is. There's a difference, just to play devil's advocate for a second, too. Mm -hmm. I think that some people may be guilty of going to like-minded people almost gratuitously to make themselves feel better about themselves. I you- do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's some unnamed people that do that that are in the room. Who no, could just- they be? <laughs> no, and I'm so not. In fact, I'm thinking about you and I and how similar we are yeah. with our, you know, yeah. our dharma and then lesson's and, you know, there's no coincidence. There's uh, I was going to play with the word codependency. I am not a victim. <laughs> Um, I am learning. We're co-co-co-co-dependents or, or reformed codependents. Um, no, I just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, there's I think there's great value if you know that you can uh, go, like you said, to the places where it's warm, but you can you can also get. Um, objective perspective and truth from people and you're not doing it gratuitously just to get your, you know, a, a, not that a stroke from someone's not nice every once in a while Yeah, in all forms, but that you, um, you know, you're looking for just a safe place to go for a conversation just so that you can get yourself back to balanced. 
Yeah. It's really important. Well, you mentioned a very important word, which is safety. Yeah. Yes. And you want to talk about intimacy. You want to talk about communication. You want to talk about not fighting, but trying to get closer together. I think safety is really important because if I feel safe, I can really listen to more criticism. If I know the person's coming from a place of care and not competition or trying to cut me down or make me feel bad or just trying to invalidate me in every way because they just don't want to see where I'm coming from. If someone is like that, it makes a big difference. So safety, I think, is huge, especially when we're talking about this. And I'm not even talking about other people. I'm talking about myself. Mm -hmm. It's like, how am I talking to myself? You know, Mm -hmm. how am I invalidating myself? You Mm -hmm. know, like today, I showed up for the show. I have no clue what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I literally am taking notes right before we go on on a scrap of paper and pen. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to talk we do about. do that every week. That's true. But I'm using it as an example. <laughs> so it's like, so no, but I, especially today, I feel like I'm a mess. And it's like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know if I'll be articulate at all. And then I was like, all right, well, I can just validate it and be like, I'm allowed to be that way. All right. Some shows are going to be like that, you know? I mean, if we get a gig, we're doing this five nights a week. There are going to be shows where we show up and we're just not on every night. We're going to be a little bit off, you know? I thought you were going to say that you walked in here and you know that you're safe with me. And so you knew it was going to bring out the best in you. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say after I just said that first thing. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, you're totally safe. I'm validating myself by validating you. I like that. Today. See, we're practicing and we preach right on the air. This is great. Is everybody learning? <laughs> oh, Lord. I um, what, what else do I have to contribute to this now that we're off track? Um, so we're talking about in the vein of going to safe places to get validated. And it sounds almost like you have to go out for like, you know, you're making a stop on the highway, like at a gas station, you're planning like to turn off and you have to find this destination. But just naturally in our lives, the safety factor, I think that's really, really big. Right. But I think, again, to turn it back on ourselves and feel safe with ourselves. I know for me, often what I'm very guilty of is maybe being the opposite of uh, it's being almost too self-effacing and taking too much ownership because this is my own personal growth or in whatever insecurities I have. I want to make sure that my um, perspective is reasonable or my place in a situation or a dynamic or a fight where somebody is reasonable. So I almost take it on and become too penetrable and go to that opposite extreme. I've had to really work. I am working to unlearn that. Yeah. Um, and be safe with myself so that I can't let somebody penetrate me enough. And I'm, you know, I'm no pushover. And, you know, I have a pretty strong sense of self and opinions and things like that. But I do have this deep, you know, this part of me somewhere deep inside yeah. that still is capable of start of questioning my voice or losing my words or forgetting exactly where I stand if someone pokes holes in my um, feelings. Yeah. And that's what happened with this first story that I referred to today uh, where there wasn't a safe place to go. In fact, that's one of the words I used in my most recent correspondence to him. Yeah. So um, I think that that's really important. Well, Maybe we can use an example between us because we've had some tough talks in our life where, you know, maybe in the beginning of the... I forgot. I blocked them all. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think it happened. (laughs) I'm not sure. But it's like, you know, I'm sure we start out in the conversation where maybe we weren't validating each other completely and defending ourselves. And then eventually we got to a place of validation and acceptance and allowance and then forgiveness or whatever. We're just moving on. So just thinking about that, maybe it's about 
two people feeling safe enough to stand still in an argument, not hang up on each other, not tell each other to go fuck themselves, not say, you know, I never want to talk to you again, but to stand still and work through those tough times. And, you know, I don't know if that applies to validation, but it's at least about having the courage to work it through until you can get to that point. Well, I could, um, I could, I don't know if this is a stretch, but in some ways it's a validation of the relationship too, just to have that sort of safe space between two people Mm. where you trust each other enough to know that ultimately I hate to quote Dr. Phil, God bless Dr. Phil, but I remember a line from (laughs) from years ago where he said, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And if you have the safety or the We'll, we'll throw in our word to our, our word of the day validation inside of that space then you know that you ultimately care more about the relationship than you care about being right yeah when I'm in a heated argument like that I think the other person's going to run away like mm-hmm. that and so deep down unconsciously or whatever my fear is oh they're going to completely run away and so when someone stands still in the argument and talks it out with me I'm always so grateful for that it's such a healing experience for me and I really think it's it's the it's part of what makes intimacy is working through those tough conversations that's what really creates closeness it's very easy to feel close and good and nicey nice when everything's going well but when you really have to work something out and get to the other side of it i think that's what really strengthens the relationship I have a version of that too when I'm in an uncomfortable place or when I'm feeling invalidated by a person yeah. that I feel like it means that I'm not loved by them or not worthy of their company or those kinds of things that I that are still buried in there somewhere. Yeah. And so again, I've really had to do work and learn that first of all, often when you have shit with somebody, a lot of it doesn't have to do with you. Again, I, we, we talked about this a lot. I feel like you really have to take responsibility for your place in a dynamic. Yeah. That said, often there's a lot of projection going on. It's hard to know where one starts and one begins, especially Mm. if you're a sensitive person. You see all the different colors and flavors and feel everything. And, you know, it's just a whole collage of stuff going on at the same time. Um, And yet I really believe that you have to remember to not be afraid of someone going away or not loving you. Because really, first of all, if that's going to be your gauge, then maybe you're not meant to have that relationship with the person. Right. And second of all, I don't. I think ultimately we have to love ourselves, validate ourselves. Those are not mutually exclusive things first. Right. Before anything real, any real relationship of depth can happen. Right. Right? Well, there's a, several different types of people, but there are types of people I've had in my life where if I bring up any kind of... and. Don't get me wrong, I don't bring this up all the time, but when you get into it where you're in the middle of something and they're like, I don't want to talk about it or just completely defending themselves without any sort of opening of validating where I'm at at all, then those are relationships that just didn't last in my life. But the people that are in my tribe, in my inner circle, are people who understand that that's part of a relationship. You're going to have some fun times, and then you're going to have some serious times. And so it's like they don't necessarily run away. Now, they have moments where they're going to defend themselves like any argument, but eventually we both calm down and work it out. And that's the goal is like, even if you do hang up on each other, even if you do run away, if you want, run back. 
and say, look, you know, I do want to work this out. And sometimes it takes that. Sometimes it takes a couple of days of thinking it through, calming down and being like, all right, you know, this relationship is valuable enough where I do want to work this out. And now I do kind of see where they're coming from. It's like you said, Callie, sometimes emotions completely blind us where we cannot see logic at all. And that's what usually happens in an argument. It's so emotional. There's no practicality about it at all or no logic about it at all. Right. And we're human, all of us. I mean, you and I are not above this, obviously. Everybody, we all have our moments, Mm -hmm. and we've done it with each other, and we've done it with other people. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes it takes way longer than a few days. Sometimes it could take years. Sometimes it doesn't happen in this lifetime. Yeah. Actually, I have a a really nice example about two months ago where um, somebody that, you know, we had a real... Uh, when we met, which was a handful of years ago, we had a very in, um, instant soul sister connection. I haven't known her that long, and it was not like an active, regular relationship. It was, it was kind of disproportionate because the connection was strong, even if the day-to-day wasn't. And then we had a little icky kind of falling out. And recently, unsolicited, she wrote me the most beautiful note of apology and told me, explained why she had kind of splattered uh, you know, onto our you know our relationship and on to me and said some really nasty things and I really appreciated it and it took me three seconds to say thank you so much total forgiveness like non-issue yeah I just really appreciated I missed her yeah you know I just appreciate it. I like to try to keep things clean so for me that's really what the point is is just to keep it keep it clean when you when you care yeah especially yeah and ultimately validate yourselves people we all have to do it right that's right. That's what we're trying to practice. I was also thinking about rapport with people. And I learned in sales years ago that the way, one way to get rapport with somebody is to find some common ground. And that way you can yeah. have rapport and that way they'll trust you a little more as a salesperson. Then you have a chance of selling them something or doing business with them. And I use that just in general in life, trying to find common ground with people. And I think that also is what validation is about or when you're trying to connect with somebody. Amen, Brother Robbie. Well, on that note, this has been our latest episode of the Robin Callie Show. Thank you all for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about me, you can find me at callialpert.com. If you have any comments, questions, you have ideas for shows, you can reach us at the Robin Callie Show at gmail.com. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to robk.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs>